0: welcome back to the unanimous decision podcast i am your host d palm follow me on twitter at d palm66 follow the show on twitter at ud pod follow the entire mtr network at you guess it the mtr network you found us don't you dare lose us subscribe on itunes subscribe on spotify subscribe everywhere you get your podcasts for free 99 monday morning back in your podcast feed you're wondering hey d palm you've been waiting after monday Night football to do these well guys I have a little bit of life advice for you. If you have the chance to introduce your first child to the world and also start a new job, do that. It's not as stressful as it sounds. You'll sleep great. There'll be no at all collision of these things in your mind. Um, That is what's been happening. I start my new gig tomorrow. So, schedule may be a bit wonky as I'm trying to figure out things and land on my feet at the new place. So, we're going to be back to some of the Sunday shows when I know I can carve out an hour of at least semi private, quiet baby, and uh, guy one of my friends to talk about things. Um. So ahead of NFL Sunday at noon on a Sunday, I am now going to talk with the editor in chief of This year Network, my boy Chris. What's up, Chris?
1: I just like to mark myself safe from an ass whooping. Um, I I did not get blown out on Saturday, so I'm just I'm just I, I just want to get up there. I just for the record, mark myself safe. Just marking myself safe. There's a there's a there's a, there is we're we're in the middle of a tropical storm right now, so there's a lot of stuff going on. So I just want to let everybody know I am. I am personally marked safe. I I did not suffer an ass whooping this
0: weekend. For the record. <laughs> I don't know if you guys can hear crying baby, but it's happening. Um for the record. I've loved doing this show with you for years. I've loved doing all the shows with you for years. We've done the network together for I want to say it's close to ten years now. It's insane. I know it's ridiculous. We're fucking old. you crazy. starting to watch college football last year has been the most fun for me. <laughs> like, you
1: know what it is? I've always watched it, but like I guess it's like after pandemic, it's when I was like, Let me get into the I, I needed everything the world was chaos. I was like, mm-hmm. you know what? Let's add some chaos into my sport. I I know what it is. It timed with me switching over to college football because I, I just stopped watching UFC and UFC was chaos, right? Like you never <laughs> know <you're> <laughs> UFC was complete fucking chaos. Like there were so many like chaotic moments in UFC so I'm watching it. So I needed something to do on my Saturdays anymore, right? So college football's right there, so it's like this is great. Let's just,
0: you know. I, I love that you left the heroine of the chaos that is the UFC and you yeah. thought you're getting methadone and instead you got straight up fentanyl It's like, oh no, college football's insane. College football is like, the- right in the face. Right in the vein. You you thought UFC fighters were underpaid. Have you met these football fighters?
1: Right. It's like, oh my god, it's just underpaid for the amount of entertainment you get from this. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I and, and, but here's the thing about it too, right? The other thing too about um watching college football for me it's like i have no loyalty to any team so no. it's like i'm just pure watching it it's like i'm i'm not watching like the ufc where they used to do the fights coming into the fights where it's like learn about their family learn about what they're doing so you actually feel for somebody so when they lose you're like damn here i'm just watching i'm watching these kids go out there and fucking fighting for their lives i'm seeing things like oh i can't remember what the story was it's like some uh it was a miami like I think I can't remember if it was a defensive lineman or an offensive lineman who's like partitioning the (laughs) the NCAA. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. For like a ninth year. year. (laughs) I'm just like, that's living the life. Get this nigga a job job application. I'm like, even like, eighth year senior. I'm like, God This is. Damn. It's just. just, And and again, it's. And and they tell the
0: story in a way where you end up feeling bad for this 28 year old. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You're like, oh, man, let him play. And it, and it literally is
1: any given Saturday. You never know what's going to happen, right? You can get it. You
0: can DJ
1: get it at any point. And it's just – it's that to me is what I love. It's just the chaotic nature of what we get in the day. Like there's are some times when – I'm not going to The Ashland we saw yesterday, we knew was coming. But like you never
0: knew. You, you still had that. But, but what if it doesn't, right? You still get that. You didn't a know of, Notre Dame was going to put 10 guys in the field in their last play and then lose <laughs> to an inside run. You didn't know right. that? Right. That's we right. will get we will get to all the psychosis that is Saturdays in college football, but I want to touch on some yeah. other things first. You talked about this earlier, and it's something that I think had to happen sooner than later because we just heard word that the uh, the, the studios and the writers might was again we're recording at noon on Sunday, the twenty-fourth. The studios and the writers might be on the cusp of a deal. Which means the, the money that's there for live for live products, snatch it up. Uh, mm-hmm. TKO and WWE just merged. Chris, we talked about how you kind of feel about how you walked away from UFC. Watching these two, like, for me, it's so weird because it makes, I guess, somewhat financial sense, even though the stock dipped after the announcement of the new SmackDown deal on Friday. Because I guess they can both help both brands. Everyone can be helped there expanding. My question is, the WWE over the last 20 years has positioned itself quite firmly as a family-friendly brand. What you and I both know about the UFC and the things the UFC fighters were saying, the fight before the merger. A lot of F-words and that fuck in those post-grain press conferences. Why is it just consolidation of power and money? Like, I don't, what business did this make? All
1: right. I think you nailed it because it's okay. consolidation
0: of money and power. I mean, that's i mean that's it but there's like there's no second like so for for wrestling fan one of the th- big things they'll say oh we want you to lose this match tonight cool so then what's next you always have to have the next step in the story there is no next step in this story people are like we're going to put together huge combo weekends of ufc WWE i'm like guys you know those are different crowds right
1: so so this is yeah so i'm i'm so far removed from the ufc it's like you, Good for tell you. me this, i'm actually hearing it um this is the thing that that's scary right to me the wwe brand has for the most part been consistent in what they provide right Mm -hmm. sports entertainment that's what it is it's always been a sports entertainment it's yes it's not fake wrestling is not fake we see way too many of these dudes coming out here with injury
0: <laughs> it's not fake i see well, i see like two clips a week where people are like trying new things i'm like this 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 art form's been around 100 years and somehow we find new things to do with it and they're always more dangerous so maybe I, yeah I, I was, the f yeah. word is a big one
1: <laughs> i was talking to i was watching i was watching the thing uh i forgot uh what was it uh razor move, the razor's edge mm-hmm. i watched i'm watching him do i was like How is that legal? That is dangerous. That just looks like it sucks. That just, that looks like you're, how do you not paralyze somebody, right? So, but at the same time, there is an elegance in this, and also, to be fair, to be perfectly honest, those guys, as much as they are muscle heads and meatheads and things like that, they're actually pretty intelligent, right? Oh, they're all the theater kids who found a gym. That's what I'm saying. It's like, like, I'm saying, like, they're the guys you're really scary, and you sit down and you look at, like, Stone
0: Cold Steve Voss talking, you're like, this dude is actually pretty progressive enough. What the fuck? Well, because they're because unlike UFC fighters, their lives are on the road. You have to interact with people. You have exactly. to see different cultures. Like they fly, like they're making money overseas. Yes, but you're also taking someone who maybe never left this town overseas. Right. And and and
1: entertaining the crowd is part of the thing. UFC mm-hmm. is so different. You literally right. have these dudes who are literally scrapping and fighting for their lives, and it is. Like, putting themselves in the hospital and potentially, like, life-altering, like, injuries and things like that. I mean, it can happen in, in WWE as well, but yeah. you're also led by a person that doesn't give a shit, right? Like, and you've known this. You We've known he, that. He'll tell you to your face repeatedly. <laughs> right. It's like the whole thing between, um uh I'm going to fuck up his name, but the, the former uh, heavyweight champ, Francis. uh, uh the. Nganir, the yeah. Yeah. Like, he was 100% the right to being like, nah, I'm, I'm especially the heavyweights, because the heavyweight. Okay, and then the watch, like, and then watch them as soon as he left, trying to rewrite history? Well, that's what, and I'm not like, you're watching it happen in live, as Dana White will go from, you will go from being the next big thing, Dana White's, like, hero, things like that, the minute you go, I mean, yeah, 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 I mean, I love fighting, things like that, but I, I do wish we got paid more, not just me, but everybody, all of a sudden, Dana White's like, nope, fuck you. So it's like, that's the thing to me that is weird. Like, I, I'm not sh- 100% certain about the business and the actual behind WWE, but just from an outside looking in, they seem, and maybe this is just appearances, seem more focused on their people just because you know that that's your brand. Without the wrestlers, you're nothing, right? Right. That is not how Dana White in the UFC have ever no. viewed. They are always like, "You're a dime a fucking dozen." That you get hurt, I can like early in the UFC, there were a couple of them. That's why some of them got like those jobs and things like that. Right. Like the um, you know, some of them, some got those things. The rest of them, no. And and you add on top of that, like this is also more the right winger very. Like that's what got me out of the UFC is like start realizing that when when
0: you start having these guys talk and you start having them on social media you start going so huh so, you're so actually- like the media training that does something back on is like well what if you got the media training of the WWE into the UFC I go well that could be kind of dangerous exactly well yeah you, you know
1: because like well I don't think that I don't think they would want it no. because of, like, exactly. the brand like, again going to going to the audiences. The audiences that they're going for for UFC and MMA are really going to uh, starting to go more towards that incel crowd of of, yeah. of assholes, right? And so, you know, especially during COVID, you re- it really took off where you started getting these fighters anti-vax, and then Dana White's whole thing about like going to Florida because everybody Vegas wouldn't let him have his Remember fight island, fight island, and all this other shit. It's like. You start realizing it's like, oh, this dude really... Not only did he not give a shit, but he really doesn't give a shit about the health of his, his fighters. He, he lives his raps. He does not give he, a he, fuck about these people. I, I will give you that about Dana White and the UFC. You know what you're getting. Like, mm-hmm. when you when you get big-name fighters literally coming to you and saying, nah, they don't, like, they will fuck you up and you, and they don't give a shit. And the thing that kills him about it is everyone, it, like, I, they tried this a, a while back. They fucking need a union so fucking bad. They so need a fucking union. But then you start realizing is th- it, they do a great job of the of 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 convincing these folks that quite frankly are not that fucking smart that is in their best interest to look out for themselves and not as a whole. And so like
0: this they, will is gonna be bust, they will bust a union like there's, they will one thing a, that union. Will, there's a people are like can you believe The Rock and John Cena? I'm like, aren't they crossing picket lines? If you think the union's affiliated in any way with wrestling, you're crazy. Vincent Mann yeah. wouldn't hire a union caterer. Vincent, yeah. Look, guys, like, I, I, you when you write for wrestling, like you're writing every week. Like It's one of the hardest writing jobs in television, honestly. You're writing for an audience of one, a crazy old man, and you're doing it every week on the road, like on his private plane. Like You're not doing it from a writer's room. You're doing it and being told your ideas suck an hour before airtime, live airtime. Everyone who leaves there says I had the hardest time getting more work because it wasn't WGA. Yeah, and yeah. it's something I don't think people realize at the time or realize what a big impact it is. But these are two large anti-union shops getting together, and that's one of the <laughs> things that makes me raise my eyebrow it's, about the whole damn thing. It's it's that it's the fact that UFC is also
1: I'm it was always so here's the problem I I don't know how much this affects. W, the WWE side, I think this affects the UFC, si- UFC side in such a detrimental way. Dana White started realizing that he had reached, and again, this is infinite growth thing we have in all of these companies. So they're just getting a niche and saying, this is where I'm going to be at and this is where we're going to go. He actually started going down the route of trying to get that sports entertainment thing where you start getting people like Colby Covington and things like that. Making these ridiculous characters and being so like my 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 issue is this right and, and this is gonna be the interesting thing and maybe this is where it helps W uh, the UFC a little bit UFC got away with so much shit and so much racist shit because nobody was watching right? right there are things that even with WWE when they did it there they got you you got you got you got blowback on it like Kobe Covington should never have been able to fight and get away with some of the shit he was saying. But Dana White and them allowed it as selling tickets. Well, and the thing so, is, it goes back to
0: your original point. They know these motherfuckers are all temporary.
1: Right. And so my fear here is that they're this is going to continue it. In order to sell tickets, you're not going to make the – and this has always been a thing that the fighters have complained about. The rankings, the the matchups, all these things are going to happen – based off of their entertainment value, not off of somebody actually earning the right to fight that fight, right? Right. And and to me, that can work a little bit in WWE because again, it's it's an entertainment. It's telling a story. It's that's yes, yeah. part of it's part of the story you're telling. That's not what sports is <laughs> supposed to be about. It's like it's not what it's not what the UFC is not supposed to be sports entertainment. It's just combat sports. It's supposed to be two men enter, one man leaves, right? It's that kind of thing. It doesn't matter if this uh, again, this all went downhill with things like um uh Mighty Mouse, DJ. Yeah, the best one of the best powerful round fighters they ever had. But this dude didn't play that game.
0: He wasn't, he wasn't the personality they play. wanted.
1: He wasn't the personality oh well he wasn't the personality they wanted, but here's the crazy thing. He had a great
0: personality. He was Super expanding he was expanding their umbrella, but not in the way they wanted it to expand.
1: Smart, smart guy, played video games, uh, didn't need media training because he's not gonna say anything stupid, but again, it's like well, that's not going to sell to my ultra right-wing, super racist fan group, so I, I can't use him. And also, he's too small. And I'm like, but he's literally the best pound per pound fighter you have. You should be using that. Like, you know. And so it's it's that kind of thing. So I, th- again, I am. It also didn't help that UFC, because they're chasing the money, went away from being able to have fights on. And this might be also part of the reason why they can't have fights on. Some of the network TVs anymore because it's like you don't know what these people are gonna say anymore. I don't know. That's I, I the problem, <laughs> dog. I don't know. I don't know how this happened because it used to be you could watch fights on. We got the, we, we went from having fights on Fox to having fights on um ESPN to now you can only see the fights if they're on ESPN Plus. You don't even get a pay per view anymore. You gotta go to you gotta pay for it on ESPN Plus. Now maybe that's a deal there, but I have to imagine you're getting less eyes on the fights now. I I just have to believe that because. How, how else would that work like you're telling me that now less people watch it on fox than if you could only watch these and not even the pay-per-view fights the regular saturday night fights are only now on espn plus you can't tell me you're getting more eyes on those fights now you I, i'm a to die hard ufc fan i've stopped watching i don't have espn plus i'm like i'm not buying espn plus just to watch an occasional fight on, on UFC. like so i don't even know
0: what have, the fuck i have doing. espn plus and i don't watch them <laughs> because <laughs> it's a fucking pain in the ass, right? It's like- I, I use it ESPN like, Plus well, no like the games no one cares about, like Columbia beating the shit out of Georgetown yesterday. No one cares but, about the game for me, but God bless ESPN Plus. But, but, but that's what I'm saying. But you also, the, during this
1: time, you're also not competing against football on uh, college football. So when the if a fight is on, let's say, Fox, at the same time, there's a prime time college game, Guess what's likely to happen? I might flip channels every now
0: and then. If it was on, on a fucking app, I ain't flipping channels. Well, I, I can't the, do the that. Prop, the, One of the problems is, and we're going to move on, Pat, to this, is what you're talking about. Because it became more profitable to air college football than it became a profitable to air UFC. Yep. So when the college football rights came up for sale and Fox mm-hmm. was able to come in and CBS and ESPN got the Sunday Saturday night uh, SEC game, that chased a lot of the UFC to the corner of ESPN. Uh, some would say SP manipulated the marketplace to their own benefit, but, you know, hey, this isn't that podcast. Oh, there's, there's, there's that too. So, <laughs> like, I, I, I would love to blame Dana for this one, um, but I do believe he got played by the Disney. <laughs> at some
1: point, we got to have a talk about the <clears throat> conflict of interest in so much media right now because I'm just like –
0: Ain't Chris, Penn Gambling just bought in ESPN. We'll talk about it, I, I promise, just not today. It's on the list. I'll, I you know I'll make sure that time when, I, when I do bring it up, i make sure you're on the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I, okay.
1: The only thing I noticed about, I would say the one last thing about the gambling thing, because we don't bring it up again, I have noticed they started expanding. When they finally do the disclaimer of have a gambling problem, they finally started expanding out the number of states they list there. So I will say, hey, we are at least making progress. It used to be it was only like New Jersey and New York. Now they have like ten states there. So if you have a gambling problem in one of those states, you can at least maybe you can call if you're, you know, seeing the DraftKings uh, ad every five minutes every time you go. Every
0: five minutes. <laughs> uh, it is NFL Sunday. I want to talk about some NFL news that doesn't really affect the outcome of the games today. First things first. I don't know if you saw this on Twitter today. I know you're not really on Twitter anymore. Did you see who they announced for the halftime show for Super Bowl? Oh yeah, yeah, Usher. Usher. So Usher <laughs> First of all, the rollout videos using that music video. Very funny. I didn't, see video. funny. I didn't Oh, know. so it's the video with him like answering the phone at the uh, at the uh, studio. Oh <laughs> and they had like Marshawn Lynch be like, Hey dog, you sitting down? Nah, no, you playing, right? Like it's very fun. I'll send it to you after this. <laughs> They're very funny. <laughs> um Usher got the saptime show. I didn't think they would do three black acts in a row. I didn't think we get a black act in Vegas, but if this um, ruin and relationship roll out. Doesn't, doesn't he have a residency in Vegas right now? He does, but so does, okay. like, a lot of people. Like, Britney Spears has one. I you can't really trust Britney Spears these days, but that was just really an example. Um, But, yeah, it, it, I guess, like, people were like, oh, there's a residency. I was like, then, didn't, all the reason for him not to do it, because now it's just a giant ad for the residency, which I is almost a perfect storm where it had to be Usher, but I didn't think they'd do it. I'm glad we're here, though. Yeah, no, same here. I also want to just commend us as a generation, if you're our age, if this resonates with you, congratulations to making it to the target demographic. Not a lot of our peers did. We didn't all make it here, but now they're catering directly to us. And I, for one, appreciate it. Um, Hey, whoa. Hey, whoa. Hey, Hey. the dog didn't like that either. I don't know if you watched this on Monday Night Football. Nick Chubb went down with a horrific knee injury. I have been laughing up to afterwards. I, I haven't seen a sousent of the injury. I've seen the people in the prayer circle. I've seen the carry off. I have not seen him get hurt. I'm trying to avoid it. Good-ish news. Looks like the ACL is intact. The MCL, of course, is torn, but it's better than the news he got when, on that same knee when he played at Georgia. Um, when I try to explain to people how violent this game is, Chris. We've all seen the Nick Chubb videos where he's like squatting a house mm-hmm. like if anyone's lower body should have been ready for the trauma of NFL football, it's Nick Chubb and we just saw what happened like that's my example of like how violent football well there exhibit it's, a like I I,
1: I I think it's a thing that people don't unless you've played a sport any sport or or participate in any kind of sport you don't really understand what is what it is first of all i you know i used to coach muay thai and so you always get the people coming in and it's like oh yeah i want to spar and it's like no you don't you've never fought because
0: like,
1: <laughs> then they get hit in the face the first time and they realize they don't like it it's like oh and they're like that that was like a 20 percent, right it's like you don't know until you're there or even things like hey, okay, you're going to punch the bag for three minutes and after 30 seconds, the first 30 seconds are already like bent over winded. I'm like, yeah, it's a lot longer than that. So when you mm-hmm. – when I look at the NFL and I'm like, not only these guys – this is the one thing that I, I think the other reason why I like watching college football because it's a little bit less scary to me because these are still where like the – I mean, they're getting bigger and faster, right? Don't get me wrong. Man.
0: But they're still, but they're still like human. Dog, when you go to the NFL. Their, they take their helmets off and you're like, oh, that's a child. Oh, I forgot. Right,
1: right, These right. You go, NFL, you go to the NFL and you're like, wait, you've only been in the NFL a year. What the fuck? And you're like, Yeah, this guy put her on on the all thing he put on 90 pounds of muscle. And I'm like, uh, okay. And then you get like lyman So, yeah, lyman so, so people who play like,
0: high school football always say to me, like, what's the biggest difference between college and high school? They go, they're just more hours. And a lot of kids when they get to college had never been on a meal plan. So they get all that gain all that weight. And then, like you said, because the NFL, how do they get all that muscle? Because now it's not part of their lives. It is their job. It's their life. Right. Their job so, in their life is to prepare football. So it's like it's like when
1: I watch, look at Thor. So my my Connie Corsa, right? I look at him today. And I look at this dude. And I'm like, I'm just walking I'm like, dude, you got all these fucking muscles. Like, you just, you ever have a muscular dog? And you look at him going like, mm-hmm. how'd you get them chest muscles? Like, how'd you, are you benson? Wait, what do you do? And that's what you got with the NFL people. And then you start watching him take off and he starts running. And you're like, oh my God! You're this is why people are scared of you because you're that's like this.
0: That's horrifying.
1: <laughs> so, right. And so I look at these. It's not even like the running backs and the linebackers, like it's wide receivers and the corner. It's a linemen. And I'm looking at these linemen. And you're looking at these guys that any other any other any other day, if you didn't see their muscles like that, you'd be like, oh, that's a fat guy. And then you realize this fat guy can like outrun you, right? It's like <laughs> it's like it's like when you it's like you know what it is. It's 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 when everybody tells you that hippos are like the most deadly creature on earth because you think that they're just these big fat creatures and people are like, No, have you ever seen a hippo run? That's what the NFL lineman look like to me. It's like you're like, Oh yeah, I cannot run a hippo, and then you start seeing this motherfucker going like twenty-five miles an hour, you're like, The fuck is going on here? Like, that's the thing that's scary to me. So you got that guy who hits you and he not even hits you, he falls on you. Ain't you supposed to get up and keep keep playing for another like another four quarters? Nah, nigga, nah. Fuck that. Fuck that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm just that scary to me. And so watching people literally have and an a running back have mm-hmm. a train wreck every time they hit the hole and then pop right back up and go work. It's like you're like the human body is amazing, cause like anybody else would be knocked the fuck it's, out.
0: and so it's so funny because Susan didn't grow up watching football, and so we watch it together now. And like we'll watch a receiver get hit and hop up and go. To the huddle. She goes, that man was running full speed, wearing 40 pounds of armor, was knocked mm-hmm. to the ground and just popped up. I'm like yeah, it's it's kind of crazy. It's one of those things where you look back like I guess that was that was it, nuts.
1: It, it, it doesn't even pop up like you do when you when you fall down and you like try and you know people are watching, so you pop up and you pretend like it is. No, this motherfucker pops up back there to run another 40 yards on their <laughs> this, is not, this is not these are these are not humans these are not this is not human like humans are not meant to do that like i'm
0: sorry it's, like it's so wild i was talking to a, a a friend of a friend who we randomly started talking about college football and it found out that we both played college football and we were talking about just kind of the different experiences like i played college football at columbia university and Ivy really scored, no one gave a good goddamn about football. You know how we spent our Sunday mornings before film during the season? Betting on how much fluid we would drain out of our right tackle's knee. <laughs> Gambling. Hmm. In the in the training room. <laughs> no, nah, it's gonna be ATC. Acc day, no, nah, it's gonna be huge. Like real sad shit. Hmm. And that was at a level no one cared about. Dog, Amon Raw St. Brown is a receiver for the Lions. He broke his toe. This nigga is playing with a metal plate in his shoe today for Lions Falcons. Like
1: nigga, uh, see, I would, yeah, I, I (laughs) would have retired. Look, I don't play. I don't. I don't really do sports, right? Like I am. I'm trying to get back into working out because I've, I've literally taken the last month and a half off. I let myself fucking go. I'm not gonna lie, right? And so I'm trying to get back in, nigga. If, if I broke my toe. I'm not going to work, and I sit down in an office chair all fucking day. <laughs> this what the fuck, fuck you Putting mean? a metal plate in his shoe. Right, like Aaron Rodgers fucking Chris, for fucking – for week three, for week three, Chris. Aaron Rodgers talking about something, yeah, I might be able to be back for the playoffs. Nigga, you tore your Achilles. I tore my Achilles. I tore both my Achilles. I know what that shit is. The fuck
0: you mean? Play, playoffs? Have, have, have you – First of all, the Jets ain't making no playoffs. That's one of, that's right, one of those things I mean, you I'll, say I'll, that you can't ever back up and you don't ever have to. Um, right, right, right. But still, did what he said like, his treatment would be? No, what it was. Listening to dolphins have sex. I'm sorry. Say what now? He said that part of his treatment, it's a revolutionary treatment, is getting back by January would be listening to dolphins having sex.
1: You know, Aaron Rodgers is such an interesting person to me. He at a certain point, knows, he's but, fucking with us, right? I, it, I, it, it's got to be right because I'm just like at. But you you don't know because then you're also like well you did get hit a lot when you were in
0: Green Bay so this could also be if <laughs> this could also be CTE because I'm like he was was he always this way was he always this kind of like, so for a long time Aaron Rodgers was like the I don't talk to the media crowd exactly. and then somehow he got the nerve to talk to the media and I was like hey man things were a lot easier for you when you didn't talk to the media <laughs> and I'm like i like it's got to be CTE right I'm
1: like this like to me, this one, I'm like the only thing that explains it to me is like. Oh, this got CTE because like. Because
0: he could have just said, "I'm gonna do be doing everything I can to get back on the field." No, he told us without being asked he was listening to dolphins have sex in an effort right. to speed up his healing process. Right. Okay. I mean, but 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 also this is the other thing too. It's like you know this when you
1: again when this is your your job outside of Aaron Rodgers, these uh, athletes are able to make inhuman type of recovery. Was it yes, wasn't it Terrell true. Owens or someone yeah. like that broke his leg? Who was it that broke their leg and then was. Playing in the in the super and the, the playoffs later on.
0: owens up. and Ray Lewis both did it. Ray Lewis right. did it with, so and I quote, "The lie they told us." And looked us in the face. He said, "Deer antler spray." And everyone was like, "Whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about the deer antler spray, and I'm just like, "Okay, yeah, but it's sure. Just like,
1: sure, that's that's what we're calling it now, deer antler spray." Okay, sure. But it's also the thing of like when you have the world's best medical like. Professionals and, and on all you. the
0: financial the, and everyone's financial incentive is getting you back on the field. Like exactly. the coaches, the doctors, the owner, everyone in your circle benefits from you endangering
1: it, it, yourself. It's almost like, you know, this is the one the one aspect of it outside the if only do the ct but this is one aspect when I look at like actual like Fortune 500 companies going like, imagine if you guys did the same thing for your workers and you treated your workers as financial investments, if you put like I don't know. Make sure they were the healthiest
0: they could be. I don't
1: know, man. Maybe there's one after you know?
0: They would look you in the eye and say, imagine if you ran a 4-3. Anyway. Exactly. <laughs> right, Exactly. <laughs>
1: I can't run a 4-3, but I can type 200 <laughs> words a minute. So how about
0: that? <laughs> you do that you shit think? sitting down, motherfucker. You I and something do Right, you know, come on. Yeah, so. uh, before we go to the college football and the psychosis that was yesterday, I do want to talk about one thing. I want to give a very special UD Pod episode 260. Shout out to Deshaun Watson. Because hmm. you know what he's done for us as a society? Look, he's been terrible. <laughs> so now <laughs> – we need to talk about him being gross and bad at football. Because, like, if he came back and was good, and if I said some shit about Deshaun Watson on the internet, I'd have the Cleveland Brown truthers and, like, the rapist fans be like, no, nah, man, you can't say that. Look at what he's doing on the field. Now we get to talk shit about him and back it up with statistics. Like, it sucks because that's a really good defense. It's and- such a good – it's a terrible – Chris, it's a it's, ter- such- it's a defense that like I wake up at some time like oh I have to block Miles Garrett I can go back to sleep now. Thank yeah, right. Yeah. It's like it's a terrifying defense.
1: And then you and then you're watching the team and then you realize it's like oh but they got a rapist as our quarterback. Fuck. Not a it, rapist. That kind of- like a rapist with the most guaranteed money in the history of the NFL. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry. Uh, a ser I'm sorry. We should be a a serial rapist. Yes. <laughs> right. Let's be let's be very clear. Ooh, you credit where credits due. And again, like you said, most guaranteed money. You're just like, why, why are you guys so terrible? Why, why would you? Yeah, but no, no, no. He is. Uh, now you can back it up. It's just like, uh, so how's how's he doing? Is is it, is it worth that much money? Yeah, has he? He's been great. Like, shit. Uh, Russell Wilson has been been w- way better. Like Russell R- Wilson is actually. Kind of sort of looking like an old self in
0: these two games. I've been explaining to people that Russell Wilson isn't the problem in Denver for the last two weeks, and no one believes me. Like, they have the the highest number of points per possession in the league, which means their defense couldn't stop water and get the ball back. Because every Mm -hmm. time they have the ball, they seem to score. Yeah, it's like, oh, so when you get a a quarterback, a new
1: system, and a new place to play – you know, after giving him more than one year, it's like, oh, you actually let him develop. He actually might be actually kind of kind of decent. And especially when you got somebody else. Like, it was one of the things that was like, either Russell Wilson just completely fell off or he needs some time in a better line, because that, also that line was terrible last year, uh, to kind of work with him and, and stuff like that. So it's like, he's actually been looking pretty good,
0: but DeSore Watson is um, not good. Deshaun Watson also on Monday Night Football has amassed over $35,000 in fines, two for unnecessary roughness, and he caught 13 grand for doing a, th- a gun themed celebration after a Browns touchdown.
1: I'm just shaking my head.
0: Not great. Not great. How's it going? First of all, how does a quarterback get on a serve? Like, my count is. Does... How does that happen? They're really bad. Like, they he was throwing uh, uh, like stiff arms, but putting his he- fingers in face mask. It's really bad. It's really
1: bad. Oh well, you know, just trying to watch him putting his finger somewhere he's he not supposed. Dog,
0: so I was like, this
1: nigga still gonna keep his hands to himself. Right. Ha! <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's it's kind
1: of on brand
0: there, so uh, you know. Nailed the joke. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Makes sense now. Everything, everything, everything's becoming clearer now. Get it? Mm. All right. So I want to leave the NFL and return to the sport of Kings the sport that might be the most representative of American culture that we have on this nation. And that's college football. And you said something earlier, you marked yourself safe from, I believe you called it an ass kicking. I, I mean, that is, that's an understatement, but. uh Okay. Well, let's start, let's start there. Well, that has been Deion Sanders, Boulder, Colorado, the rapid turnaround of the buffs who were, I believe won one game last year and have been on fire until this week. This is what, the risk of bringing eyeballs to a program is right because at a certain there's a saying in college football and God, every level of football if your football practices are filmed which I assume high school and hell at this point junior high and up are. One of the filming angles is on the, the big scissor lift, which is how Brian Kelly killed that kid in Notre Dame Google that um. And there's a saying about the scissor lift the eye in the sky does not lie, how do you practice today great. Let's watch the film. Well, hold on. And so what happened on Saturday in Oregon was the camera was on in the sky. The lights were bright. They're talking about a man who brought ESPN and Fox to fucking Boulder, Colorado last week to watch Colorado, Colorado State, a game with which neither team gave a shit about last year. Yeah. Dion's impact is real however when everyone's looking what might happen is what happened
1: yeah you, you might get you i mean and i will say this you know the how he got into colorado notwithstanding let's take that out right i also will say between this week and let's be honest everybody should prepare themselves for next week too
0: Dog, Caleb. These, these are going to be the these
1: are going to be the two ass that 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 Colorado gonna get. I expect him to bounce back after this, but this is the thing too. Like I, I got where people had that hope a little bit because they were also 21-point underdogs to TCU. But let's be honest here, TCU is some frauds. We all knew that. Dog so, week right. one lines do not count. We are – <laughs> week one lines are against they, they don't count in two. This is the same TSU that was frauds up until that Georgia game. And um <sighs> Yeah, what did <laughs> what, what happened? I'm just I'm just saying? So so that's a little bit different. Playing Oregon and then back and then after that playing USC. I, and again, from what I saw from Colorado, it's a, it, I, I think,
0: again, they're already better than they were last year, right? No, they've exceeded they've expectations yeah. tremendously and, already, and, full
1: stop. And then you also had Travis Hunter was out, so that's also not going to help, uh, you know. Mm-hmm. And But here's the thing I saw in those first three games. Their lines on both sides of the ball are fucking terrible. They just are. Their offensive line is terrible. Their they and their defensive line cannot stop the run for shit. Okay. They, they couldn't cannot, stop me. Right. Like niggas, they couldn't <laughs> they, could not, they cannot stop anybody. That is I mean, and, and and even then in the Colorado State game, let's be honest, they were supposed to blow Colorado State out, and that game went to overtime.
0: That game so, was lost because Colorado State's coach is a bad coach. I will right, go to my right. grave thinking. So, about. So
1: you're right. This is one of the things you bring eye eyeballs on people are going to celebrate when you when you stumble. I'm also of the opinion of like anybody who's been watching anything on college football knows that these two games here are the two games with the most
0: likely being the asshole ones that kind of showcases for the other teams. Yeah, yeah. This, like, these, 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 <laughs> like this is Come Dylan on guys. He's like these I'm about to do a bunch cool. of recruiting on your ass. We've been a recruit there's, our there's, ass there's no, for this game. Right. like this is Go ahead and
1: cue the Shane McMahon "No Chance in Hell" like <laughs> for when it comes to like uh, 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 Oregon, and I'm telling you right now, if if this is what Oregon did, USC is, might even be fucking worse. Okay? It'll be
0: different because SC's defense is also bad.
1: Well, there's that. They might score some points.
0: It'd be, it's so, a race to
1: sixty. <laughs> right. So that's there. I, I will say that. So. But I will say, I think that this is also one of the things that's proven to me. I was like, give him a couple years. Colorado actually might like here's the thing. Okay, Nobody so would have your Colorado. there's your
0: trap. Hold on, stop. There's your trap. If you think De- Deion Sanders is here in two years, you are a fucking idiot. Oh, okay, well, there's that. Okay, okay. <laughs> okay. This, okay. This was proof of right. concept that I can come anywhere and microwave your program. Imagine uh, yo, the, the happiest person to win yesterday was FSU's coach, Mike Norvell, because the second he loses, the fucking whispers are coming. Uh, Dion Tallahassee. Like, know that.
1: Uh, that's actually a good point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's a, that's a good point. All is, right, all right, all right. Like, so like let, me, 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 me. let me caveat this with, if, if <laughs> Dion stays for two years, big if, okay, I can see, because there's, a, <laughs> there's a thing. Like, have you seen the Dr. Pepper commercial where they talk about things and they, they do things like the, like, that is, I'm looking at a Dr. Pepper commercial going, like, how they even let that happen?
0: Because even, like, the things that they're saying about college, I'm like, actually, this is real. Like, the, no, the, the, we've got the, higher the, academic standards, which is the final exactly. goodbye of a loser school. It's the funniest so, thing in the world.
1: They so got that. They got the wait, wait, so we're not rivals anymore? We're not in the conference anymore? Between that and then the transfer, the transfer portal's out of control. Like, I watched that Dr.
0: Pepper commercial and I laughed my ass off because I'm like, this is actually too real. Like, this is They're, they're quietly crazy. the funny, like if you go back for like the last five years and watch them and like look at what was happening, they're quietly pressing it. Like they're quietly like the best commentary on college football over the last five yeah, years.
1: I'm like, I'm watching, I'm going like, this is actually fucking hilarious. This is actually, this is actually pretty good. But I'm like, that's the thing. So like. Shout me, out to Fansville. Everybody, Shout everybody, out to Fansville. Everybody, right. Everybody was oh. so focused on NIL deals and things like that. I'm like, nah, this transfer portal thing is the, that's the thing that's going to be interesting. Cause it's like, How like
0: again? The leading receiver at Texas has two national title rings from Georgia. Yeah, it's just like you're all welcome by the way. Take our take our runoff talent. Yeah, you know it's like um
1: watching some of these folks who I'm watching on a team last year, and then all of a sudden like this is it's actually like so now I get the aspect of the NFL where it's like you're not watching somebody who's stuck on the same team for all these years. That motherfucker can go. You know, or.
0: Oregon is the reclamation project that I will not let stand. I need you to understand, Chris. Bo Nix has been in college football since about 2015. I don't oh, know if that's an exaggeration no, or maybe no, no, underselling. No, no. I, mean, I was like, wait, Bo Nix is the quarterback? Like,
1: wait, wait, Dr. Bo? Bo Nix from Auburn Bo Nix? I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I've heard this name before. Are there multiple I- Bo <laughs> Nix? There ain't no way. We're not talking is about this there the a Bo Nix I- multiverse? Right, is this? Is this, you know, is this, is this MK one where you got different oh versions of this? I the universe and there's another Bo Nix. I'm like,
0: it can't be the same Bo Nix, and I realize it is the same Bo Nix. I'm like, and they've this. recreated him into being a heisen winner. Look, motherfuckers. If Bo Nix is on your Heisman ballot, I've got some tape from 2014 to show you. This is ridiculous. Yes, he was 22 of 24 at the half. He'll be 32 until his next birthday. This is ridiculous. And with that a decrepit old man, Dan Lanning kicked Deion Sanders' eight-toed ass up and down that field for full goddamn quarters. And I want everyone to understand something this. There's a lot of fun talk that's happened around this game. The Dan Lanning press card, or the Dan Lanning pregame speech, none of that was racist. None of that was coded language. That was football coaches his audience for you who are getting upset his audience is not you his audience is that fan base those kids i was gonna say boosters but it's oregon to really just phil knight and and any recruits those are his those are that's whose audience i think dan lenning was mean eat shit. he didn't care can you run a four three he don't give a damn then like and I need people to realize this, I, I I love that you came to college football last year because you can see it happen this year when people are, like, parachuting in, like, oh, look, the Dion thing's fun. And they're like, well, this is too mean. Motherfuckers, are you serious? This is a sport that thrives and is built on the architecture of hate. Do I love Georgia? Sure, I do. Do I hate other teams more? you goddamn right
1: I do. You, you know the thing I love about this is a couple things. One, i got to ask this question. I didn't know this. I saw I saw a picture of it, and I wasn't sure if it was a meme or not. Did the and duck really come out blinged out with a with a, with a with a baseball hey, bat?
0: Man. Hey. Did he did he really do that? Did he, Welcome was to that college real? football talk. oh God, this is what I'm talking about. Like, how
1: do you not love this shit? I was like, that's what I'm talking about. See, this see, is This and, is pro wrestling. Like, that's what I'm saying. It's like college football is like pro wrestling, but they don't care. The only thing that I love about I love what college football is. Nobody whines about running the score up because you have to run the score up at the thing so in the nfl people be like oh man you still score you don't have to do that And in the, the college is going like well if you don't want to run the score up, you got to beat them
0: no well
1: i got to get my threesome time we I, them well, score. but not only that it's like i have to have i need to have the point differential because in the year when i'm trying to get into, into into the bowl game or into the college football playoff, i need that point differential so nobody complains
0: about running the fucking score all right all right all right you just you just hit on one of my like big so before the BCS, it was just polling. And so that's when you'd see a lot of the run on the score up because they're like, hey, we need to send a message. We need to stand out in the box score when people are voting. Then the BCS was invented, which eliminated margin of victory from its equation. Oh, damn. So for a, a period there, running the score up, you get the hand ring. They got rid of the BCS, which I'm I'll always the BCS was right and good and perfect. Mm-hmm. However, the one thing this has brought back is the eyeball test, which is we've been scoring as many points as possible. <laughs> I thought, thought Dan Landing was going to score sixty yesterday. Yo, man, listen, I love it. It's like it's it's like <laughs> I love more than the
1: game is completely out of control, and it's like that the the team that's up by like forty got the ball first and uh, fourth and one on the goal line. No, fourth and goal on the goal line. With 30 seconds left, and it's like, go for it. Oh
0: my God. That was Iowa last week because Brian Ferris is coaching for his job. Um, yes. yes. This week, well, this week it, was, it was Dan landing at the half of 35 nothing, looking dead into the camera and saying, we're not satisfied. Nigga, oh, I loved it. I loved it. <laughs> Dude, this is, I'm like, this is why
1: I love college football. There's no. <laughs> There's no, we've we got to be gentlemen about it. No, because even the other coach will go like, well, if you guys want to, if you don't want to be embarrassed on sports, then maybe you should fucking beat them. Yo. You should do the exotic. You know, it's like, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I want to see. I want to see it. Like, I love it. I love that shit, man. Why? Because I've been on the opposite end of that beatdown. Where I Everyone run has. 40, 40 fucking sprints. That builds
0: fucking character. Hey, guys, <laughs> if you think Dan Lanning's mean, go look at what Kirby did to him last year in the kickoff game. I'll wait. Yeah. So for those who don't know, Dan Lenning was the, the defensive coordinator at Georgia during the first national title run. He left to coach Oregon. Happened to be Oregon was playing Georgia in the Chick-fil-A Kickoff game, the first game of the season. As a matter of fact, let's just take some time in the podcast for Daniel to do googling and tell you what happened in that game. <laughs> I was nervous. I'll be honest. I was like, Oregon was like a top five team. I was like, this is. I don't want to open crazy with them. This is crazy. What are we doing? Chris, guess the final margin of victory. 40? 46. 3 to 49. <laughs> Week one. <laughs> so like, Dan Landing is not new to this. Like, Dan Landing went to Atlanta to get his ass kicked by his old boss. You got it. hey, listen, man. This is – this is what I love. No man. one called Kirby
1: racist for that shit. <laughs> this is what I love. Hey, listen, I. This is why I love college football, man. Like I'm again, it, what didn't somebody
0: score 81 last week or something like that? Dog, Nick. This is, look. These these coaches are playing for their jobs and playing for. The, look, no. if I'm coaching this team and we can score 80, someone higher up might in another school who might want to pay me more money. Like, hey, he scored 80 there. That's
1: the other thing too. I love too. It's it's also this. The stage or are was higher. Like, God forbid. Oh, my goodness. If Alabama had lost that game yesterday, nigga, nigga. Nick Saban, and uh, listen, I hate Alabama, but like, Nick Saban, uh, he's actually not too He's a good guy, right? So I kind of like Nick Saban. But I'm like, hey, listen, man, you lose two games
0: in the season, you got a job.
1: And I'm just like, two games? Two games? I
0: thought you were losing two games? Yeah, you it's, don't want like, the best yeah. job in the country. That is the worst job. There are two types of coaches at Alabama. You either get a statue or you run out of town and you might be both. Yeah, right. you're only, it's what have you done for me lately? It's a What great... have you done for me this week lately? Yes. Right, like late, late right. this week. Let's, just, before we go to Bama, I'm going to talk about Bama uh, uh, Ole Miss real quick, but I do want to say this, you know what's coming. but what I need people to realize is that the Dion machine is not one built on wins. It's one built on hate. So the loss that happened on Saturday generated more haters, which somehow is going to drink more fuel for the program. I'm not telling you it's a system I understand. I'm telling you the system that works. It's a great con. Dion will have have an ad trading to beat up the Affleck Duck by the end of the month. I mean, think about it. I
1: mean, Dion, I mean, part of Dion playing for, you know, prime time Hmm. was that. Like, being the most hated corner in football sometimes like you're, too, that was you're what, still too scary to throw at me so what's it matter right it's like you know like everybody talks about all the the interceptions and all the good things but i also remember when dion you could you could beat dion on the slant, right <laughs> so i always remember dion couldn't tackle for shit. so i remember all this shit, but that's not what you talk about right mm-hmm. you only talk about the good things and that's what i will give dion that he understands the media he understands building a brand he understands doing that. So you're right. He's not going to let this get him down. He's not going to let this stop his team. He's going to use it for more fuel for the fucking fire. He
0: it's came out and said, fuel. hey, we played like shit last night. He's Dog, do there's shit. no one who's got a shorter memory in sports than a cornerback. Yes. Absolutely. You, have to. you cannot afford to think about it. Right. So I'm like, if y'all think this is going to stop this motherfucker, he don't give a shit. Like, I
1: will give you this. In, in some respects, this is Dion living his raps. He told you what he's going to do. Mm-hmm. He tells you what he's there for. You get what you get.
0: That's it. Like, hey, hey, man. No excuses. No excuses. It's just, you know, so, hey. <laughs> and, like, if you want to be mad at Deion Sanders, just Google prime prep and know that he did Bishop Sycamore before he did Bishop Sycamore. Like, go Google Deion Sanders and find out he's a class Republican who thinks that taxation is theft. Like, there's lots of reasons not to like Deion Sanders. Like, his football team being boisterous and loud is not one of them. Um, You talked about Nick Saban. Nick Saban had – Lane Kiffin coming to the house last night, and I'll tell you right now, Chris, if he'd have lost, it, he'd already lost Sarkeesian at Texas this season, losing to two sons in one year, can't happen. And Lane Kiffin tried this shit earlier this week. You didn't see this because you're smarter than me. You only watch on Saturdays. Lane Kiffin came out in his press conference and said, no, no, the defensive coordinator didn't call in the plays. I watched the film. I could tell you he was calling the plays over there. Lane, like this is why this sports fun because Lane did that. He did that not because he knew anything. He did that to make us ask Nick Saban about it. Which it worked. They had to ask him in press. And so now he's answering questions about some shit that's not real. Lane, I I love Lane Kiffin. I want objectively, I think Lane Kiffin's good for the sport. He's a horrible person, but that's why he's good for college football. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't think anything's explaining. He's a bad person who's great for the sport. If you tell me you know what they gonna run on defense, you can't score ten points, Lane. Mm-hmm. You can't. Like that's the, that's it. You just you can't score ten. This was the chance. This was the opportunity for everyone to get their licks in on Alabama. And if they've righted the ship in three weeks, y'all, goddammit, the next few years are about to be real painful because that little man in Alabama is not leaving. And if he leaves, there were rumblings last week um, after the Texas loss, after the disappointing show against USF, about coaches who could do the job at Alabama. I'm not going to connect that to the next thing I say. I'm telling you, both these happened this week. This week on his radio show, Nick Saban talked about what a great coach Deion Sanders was.
1: He's in the athletic commercial with him.
0: The funniest outcome is Coach Prime at Bama. <laughs> Listen. Just the objectively funniest outcome is Prime at Bama. You wonder why?
1: Because it's such a, like, every other Bama coach I've seen is just, there's this, they play the part, right?
0: Dion don't play no part. See, what you've got to understand is the part is winning at Bama. Well, there's that too. When when Bear Bryant Bryant left Kentucky and came to Bama, he looked at that roster. He looked around the the national uh, uh, landscape. And he went to them folks in Tuscaloosa and said, "Y'all can be racist, or we can win football games." And they desegregated the football team. Mm -hmm. They'll do whatever it takes to win. And if the winning comes from transfer portals and 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 PR blitzes, oh nigga, that would see.
1: Now you got me. This 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 is like when we fantasy book like an an MCU (laughs) movie. (laughs) Look,
0: man. Bama, don't, Bama has Bama as an institution has no morals. Their dedication is to the dub. Oh my and God. so if I can turn around Colorado in three months, dog, imagine if Bama, if they gave him the full checkbook at Bama and said, Dion, come come be Dion.
1: Oh nigga, I want this so bad. Look!
0: <laughs> like, I'm telling you.
1: <laughs> hey man. If, if, nigga, and again, they in they they
0: they're they're in them athletic commercial together. He, he made the joke already He's about. Coming. Already built. The, there's a there's a natural mental connection you're making between. You've already mentally equated them in your head because they're in the commercials together.
1: Oh my god, that
0: would be that would. It would be first be of all, first of all, again, thing for this the, the racist fan base. Uh, for uh, uh, what, the, what, Chris, 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 Chris they had their first black quarterbacks in the last like five years. It's been a whiplash in Bama. They yeah, have like know, AJ McCarron and then Jalen Hurts. <laughs> And then Tua! Like, like it's been very they had a black guy replacing a black guy. They were very Like I can just imagine oh my Dion god.
1: Time with the hat and the glasses doing the doing the Dion shit and them races white fans
0: Dog him doing it in a houndstooth suit him doing it in a houndstooth suit too? Oh my god, they would they tell would me Dion like, wouldn't stay flying Tuscaloosa in in, in the, in the This old country nigga? In the white puppy jacket? Hey, let's be really real. Look, just a country nigga. He is. And this was... Oh,
1: see? See, you can't do shit like this to me. This is it. This is is the only thing I want now. I just want... I want that this happen so bad. Like, this is how you make me an Alabama fan. Just so I can sit there and go to, like, an Alabama, like... A uh, 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 bar
0: and just sit there and just watch and look at them going I'm just like... Here to, I'm just here for observational purposes. Thank you very much. No, 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 no. Just water for me. Thanks. I'm just watching.
1: Just <laughs> having to watch them and every time he wins, they having to like suck it up and,
0: and make every other excuse why it's not. See, and that's different. it. That's the thing is you, they wouldn't suck it up. That's what you don't understand with SEC. They buy in so goddamn fast. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, they, they cheered. They cheered Lynn Kiffin at Tennessee. Yeah, you're right. Dog, they will. They're cheering Hugh Freeze at, at Auburn right now. I, you know what? This is. I think this is another thing too
1: that makes that makes college football to me so pure. It's <laughs> if you win, we like. It's, it's so simple. If you win, we're good. If you lose, you're the worst ever. It, it, <laughs> there's no in between. There's no in between. There's no. Well, you're mediocre. Oh, well, we'll get there. Oh, we're gonna. No it's like. Are you winning?
0: All right, cool. We good. Oh, you Chris, Chris, are you winning enough? The enough are number you, changes right. where you are.
1: But yeah, are exactly. you winning yeah. enough? Yes. Because like uh, uh, losing three games in Alabama, not the same as losing three games at Notre Dame or anything like that, right? You lose three games in Alabama, nigga, you, what, what job? What, what job? What, we, we, what do you think you're going to be at next year? What, huh? What, what do you think? You're, <laughs> Y'all you're written, gonna, right? Y'all written, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> right? Right, right, right. What's, what's this? What's this? We will be back next year. What, what's we? Ooh.
0: Who's we? <laughs> you, you taking a GA year? You gonna stay on the grasses? <laughs> hey, that seems that seems very uh, presumptuous oh, of okay. you. This is <laughs> we <laughs> shit.
1: <laughs> I mean, again, that's, nah. I, I think that's the thing. I'm, and you know what the thing about it is? Unlike, the, i just the thing about when you know Lovey Smith went like what ten and six with the the Bears, mm-hmm. and they and they haven't they have like maybe one winning if that winning season since then. Mm-hmm. And you can look back at it going like. Yeah, for the NFL, you kind of do need to give a coach some time, and it makes sense. But in college football, you understand it's like no, you don't get that because
0: you you have no idea. because you thought it was Colorado. bad before. Dion just won three games in Colorado. Like it's about the the leashes are in college football to get so short, which is interesting because yeah. these buyouts are so big. Unless you mail Tucker yourself and get no money, it's going to be right. tough to really see how this is well, going to happen.
1: It also makes sense why because. You have no idea when your star players how long they're gonna be there. One, there's always injury, right? But there's also the transfer portal. There's them going to the NFL. There's all these things in here. So you only get it, it is, it is. You get this year. And it's a it's literally a year by year thing of are right, you won this year. What about next year? All right, what about th- so i, I so we'll never want to this. be a positive coach coach, man? That, that's just, <laughs> like every year that's every year you're on the hot seat, man. Every year on the hot seat. It's never like, I won a championship last year. I'm
0: good for only two years. No, nigga, that means you got to win another one. <laughs> okay, so because you said that, I have to pivot because I was going to talk about FSU Clemson. Now I'm going to talk about Georgia UAB. I'm not going to talk about it long. I'll talk about it some shit on my chest. 4921 921, Georgia 1, fine, whatever. I've been pointing it out for a couple weeks now. And I said it on the podcast, I think last week with Justin. Kirby's hired all his buddies. And all his buddies are football coaches. Like it's not like he's hiring his buddies just geeks off the street. Like he hired everyone he Dan Lanning goes to Oregon. He brings in Will Muschamp to be a defensive assistant who gets promoted to defensive coordinator. Muschamp, I know him, I know his family, good guy. He coached at Florida, got his head kicked in a bunch. Coach at Sacramento got his head kicked in a bunch. And now he's our DC, and that's fine, I guess. And then the OC leaves and goes to coach lamar jackson and for the ravens because if i can do that with stetson bennett imagine what i can do with an athletic quarterback and lo and behold, the ravens offense is pretty fucking good greg monk is a good coach i'm cheering against him so he comes back to georgia honestly and they replace him with mike bobo mike bobo who famously was yelled at by georgia fans as the previous oc under rick to run the dang ball bobo Also on the roster, Muschamp's kid, a, a walk on quarterback. Why? Because that's his buddy's kid. It's not going to matter in the regular season. Georgia's schedule is terrible. It's not going to matter. I'm looking at it now. I'm looking at it like they don't think it is. I've been kill. talking about this for two years. Uh, when I told them they won the first one, I go, Y'all better help you. They don't win a second one because they're not they, losing in two years.
1: <laughs> right. I mean, the only team they play in the top 25 is like Florida. Oh no, they yeah. get Ole Miss. Okay, the backup of the season. Oh, so there's the thing: the backup of the season kind of sucks. You get oh, you have Florida, Ole Miss, and Tennessee,
0: and that's it. Those are only those are only ranked teams. I am players? so unafraid of all three of those teams for different reasons. Oh
1: no, yeah, right, right, right. But I'm just like. So then, what happens in the okay? All
0: right. Yeah. Well, who's gonna have the West? It's not gonna be Bama because they already lost it. Like Bama and LSU will figure that out. And then, be, I, I'm not making the playoffs. Not the problem right now. For Georgia. And that's one of the reasons like I'm I'm so open, like this is college football. When you lose, you get shit talked about you. No one said shit to me for two years, Chris. No one could. Right. <laughs> say our names, bitch. Say it three times. You might get 65 dropped you in a national title game. You might get Michigan in a playoff game. Remember that when Michigan came out with the we can run behind this line, da, da, da yeah. and you got their shit kicked in. Yeah. Shout out to Ohio State, got nothing to say. No smoke. That shit was close. Mm-hmm. Still hurts my heart um but yeah i am I, I am officially and i'm not nervous i refuse to be nervous because i'm sitting on two national titles in a row like that yeah, doesn't yeah, happen. Yeah. i'm not this would i love to win three <laughs> and then i i would I, this is a lie i'm telling myself i think if they win three i will truly detach from college football i'll be like i don't there's nothing else for, what do you want me to do that happens is 1930 like i'm out but that's not true because i'm broken as a person um the reason i keep saying that dion needs like that you keep an eye on dion he could end up is destroying your favorite team is because Florida doesn't look great and they might replace that coach. Florida State, Norvell, he was on the hot seat last year. You know what happened? They won 31-24 in overtime against Clemson this past weekend. You know what happened, Chris? Every person who scored a touchdown for FSU is a fucking transfer. Mm-hmm. Clemson, Dabo, God's own coach. God's like, I don't know him. Um, <laughs> Dabo <laughs> refuses to engage in the transfer portal. Yep. For the first time since 2010, Clemson is 0-2 in the ACC. And because this is college football, you know what I'm going to say? Fuck them. Hope they never win again. Like, this is how college football works, y'all. We don't cheer for our rivals. When Florida and Tennessee play, I pray for the field to open up and swallow both teams whole. I want to beat Tennessee so bad they canceled the program. We'll get them next year. I hope we eradicate the 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 the, uh, the, the campus. I want to burn down Gainesville. Like you know, this is college football hate, guys. This is what it's, it's so about. Pure. It's what makes you feel it's alive. Yeah, so it's so pure. It's just pure. It's good, clean, old-fashioned hate. Why do you hate them? Cause they went to Tennessee. I hate Rocky Top. I hate the color orange, and I hate Knoxville. Like, yes, these are all truisms. <laughs> it's so good. This is why would so- you. Who needs more than just hate to sustain you? Yeah. Ask just, Darth Maul. Um, so, so pure. There's two more games I want to talk about. Three more games. One is just for for me. Brian Ferentz. So, Chris, do you know anything about Iowa football? No. Great. Good for you. So, Iowa football is run by a fiefdom of Kirk Ferentz and his family. Kirk Ferris has been the coach of Iowa since 1922. Can't prove it. And... The team is predictably very bad. The offensive coordinator is his son, Brian Ferrance, who offensive mind is, oh, best way to describe it, uh, coma like. And to the point where there was enough uproar in the program. So, this is also the school where during COVID, it came out that the strength and conditioning coach had said some racist things, which I was obviously against, but kind of understood because, as an SNC, your job is to make the athlete want to hit you without hitting you. That's the job. Um, but they had to get rid of him. Then Urban hired him in Jacksonville and they got rid of him there. Very funny. Like it's a, go find the code that Form Rose SNC from Iowa. It's a stupid story, but it's very funny with a lot of white people exposing themselves. Um, Brian Ference is so inept at offense that Kirk put in his contract this year. He would not get his bonus unless they averaged 25 points a game, which explains why last week you saw them score 41 with 30 seconds left. He's getting credit for every point scored, including by offense by defensive special teams. I assume James Franklin at Penn State knows this. <laughs> Penn State beat Iowa thirty-one to nothing yesterday. Because <laughs> <laughs> now the game is afoot. Because when they fired the defensive the, the SNC, who was racist, Kirk Ferentz got a panel of former Hawkeyes and said, "How do we revive this program and and, and make sure that the players feel?" loved and nurtured and respected here. And the panel came back and said, Chris, no shit. They said, we should replace you. You know what Kurt Ferencz did? <laughs> Replaced Disbanded the panel. The panel. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'd say that to say this. Ooh. If Brian Ferencz doesn't hit 25 points a game, which he will not, do you think Kurt will actually not pay his son? <laughs> Right. It's We've clearly totally- reached the fuck you try me portion of the Kurt Ferencz experiment. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that's hilarious. That's hilarious. Oh, that no, coming. else
0: could happen? Call football.
1: Yeah, no, it's, it's fucking.
0: This is love. Even a company it's, you love, you're not like, this is the Mark CMO's fault. No, but we can look at the offense and we can look at your son and be like, look, buddy, this Listen, ain't working it, out.
1: It's literally WWE, but like with football. It's
0: fucking. Entire families ruling the state. The fact that the Ferentz family rules the state of Iowa with an iron fist at the point where we cannot get rid of these people is ridiculous to me. A uh, few more games before we get out of here. Florida beat uh, Charlotte 22-7. It's funny to me because 15 of those points were field goals. And that's why I'm not worried about Florida. <laughs> yeah. no. Uh, Ohio State Notre Dame. Two very unlikable fan bases, two very unlikable teams. I've noticed also on Twitter of women, your rampant appreciation of Marcus Freeman is noted. Oh, the of, the, yeah, no, no. Ever since he was
1: named a really? coach, of, yeah. that's, that's the only reason why you have a, a bunch of them being – because they saw him and they was like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, yeah. No, that's been that's been I, going I for, more than he one. Coached he like, doesn't like he coach
0: football.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I, I think it's been like, is what he's been coached for Notre Dame for like two years, three years.
0: Now? The second team. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah. Ever since he ever since he was named, that's been the big thing. It's like, ooh, I might be a I might be a Notre Dame fan now. Yeah, yeah. I didn't yeah. even notice it until last night. Know, that was I have know, no, known about it. I've, I've I've known about it. That's that's the thing. I get it. I'm like, hey, gotta have something. that hey, coaches look, need to I, up to. Normally, you don't have. I am the guy.
0: I am the guy who will tell you always let's cheer for the black head coaches black head coaches son forever black head coaches black quarterbacks cheering for him to be a defensive coach defensive like you got your name there as the defensive coordinator got promoted when brian kelly ran the lsu mm-hmm. to be a defensive minded coach and to have your team line up at the end of the game with 10 motherfuckers on the field and they run to where the 11th guy should have been and you lose that game mm-hmm. whoo I, like, I don't even like it. Like, I've that all that preface to tell you I don't like Notre Dame. The last home game I went to for Georgia was Notre Dame-Georgia, and it was a lot of fun watching them lose to Georgia. Um, But, yeah, man, that's rough. That hurts me. Yeah. Yeah, that's – And they're going to hear about it like that. And newcomers to college football, first of all, welcome. Second of all, he's going to hear about it. And the things they say about him – They'll be funny, mm-hmm. and this is what sports could be like. Imagine if the rest of sports took themselves less seriously, Chris. Yeah, man. Imagine this is the fun. This this is
1: this is what made again sports fun again, right? It's this like, is like
0: when you're a kid in the street, like let's race. Like you didn't race for just to do it. You race to talk shit later.
1: Yeah, man. It's like this is what you got to be, man. There's shit talking. It's like it's like when they were like when baseball tried to take the fun out of baseball, like. Bat flipping and things like that. It's like, nah, nigga, you need that. Your sport's already fucking
0: boring. You need to. Keep you know that shit. dog? They brought it back, and they I still can go back. Like they've 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 gone out of their way to make baseball fun again.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And I, I, if I'm in a bar and it's on and I can watch a game in two hours, I'll do that. But I'm not gonna turn it on at home. I feel oh, yeah. bad because I mean, they've done they've done the work that I asked them to do, and I'm still like, mm, not enough. And I'm still like, yeah,
1: because you realize you're like you're you that you're like, but you're still
0: baseball. Dog and there's things about baseball I would love to go like I my son maybe like that's the thing is like I'm in the part of my life where I can find myself back into baseball it could happen because mm-hmm. if my kid loves it then I'm I'm at least gonna be involved you
1: know what you know what so, baseball is good for me though baseball is good for me going going to a live game with my dad so we can sit around eat and then leave in the seventh inning that's that's that to me was baseball for it's like it's like golf but not as boring
0: <laughs> baseball <laughs> make- like there are very few the only sport like that where I like I would. Much prefer the live action is hockey. Yeah. Like live football, I don't love it just because I'd like to see more angles. And I don't know. I'm not a big live football guy. But baseball, you're right. It's a great just in person experience because you're outside all day. Come be yeah, outside yeah. and drink a couple of beers and watch someone else get a ball. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's a, it's a nice, relaxing thing. It's not,
0: I'm not actually watching the game and giving a shit. No. no. <laughs> football is too intense, especially if you care about the teams. Like, oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's not – I watch football to relax. You're doing it wrong. You're watching it wrong. I don't know what to – I don't tell you. You're watching not football mention,
1: incorrectly. Not, 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 not to mention – here's the other thing. Uh, it was, I know I'm off topic, but here's the thing. The thing about baseball is when 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 25% makes you actually pretty good at the game, right? <laughs> that's the thing. Oh, he's batting 200. So you mean he's at 20%? So 80% eight, 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 eight of time, something bad's about to happen? Right, right. So that's the thing, too, is like – when that, that's that's what it is. Like, if I was a quarterback and I hit twenty percent of my passes, I wouldn't be a quarterback anymore,
0: right? So that's right. receiver, son.
1: <laughs> right, a, a receiver who dropped, who 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 caught who caught two hundred, right? Not, not Hey, you're, ball, gonna I, you're gonna be a DB. Like, you're gonna can, be a DB. Right. Like, I'm just saying, like that. That's the thing that got me with baseball. It's like when you realize that you're already like to be ex- excelling at the game. You're already failing it a little bit so you're batting three three uh you're 350 oh that's great i'm like that's 35 percent, guys athletes yeah it's just like uh yeah man I'm, I'm good i'm good that just it just it doesn't appeal to me you know, hey not, not again people are gonna say i'm a hater but i'm just like it's true we're
0: not haters we're just right um chris thank you man <laughs> for coming on thank you for talking ufc tko and also um the sport of kings which is college football Tell everyone where they can find you, um, and I guess tell them what's coming up on the MTR Network.
1: Yeah, MTRNetwork.net. Uh, so we got plenty of stuff. I got plenty of stuff coming out of TIFF. I went to Toronto Film Festival. Saw so about nine films there. So Roman and I already talked. About, I got a high-level overview, so that should be coming out uh, on Monday sometime. Um, Deepam and I need to do the next uh, half of season two of Agent of Shield. So we're doing that as we wrap up Agent of Shield. Uh, as we do Agent of Shield to to wrap up Super Juicy recap. And then if you're a premium member, wrapping up premium, again, premium ends the end of this year, but we still got some stuff coming out. Should have another insanity handy, coming out, uh, with Roe, uh, hopefully this, this week. And, um, it'll probably actually be, it probably won't, it might be premium, not, not sure, but we're gonna, there's two more episodes of Ahsoka Sh- left, right? It's going to eight Yeah. So we're going to do a Ahsoka, so that'll probably come out, uh, next month sometime. We're going to do oh, wait until all the episodes are dropping, and then we're going to do that. So, um yeah still got plenty of stuff coming out so stay tuned and yeah that's where you can find me
0: awesome man thank you for doing this man again ud pod find it everywhere you get your podcast for absolutely free 99. keep an eye on the space i'm not sure the next time i'll be able to get in front of this like i said the next week's gonna be a little bit hectic so at the very very latest that was your show there is an outro see you guys next week